Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. of another Woodshop podcast where we provide woodworking, relationship, and other priceless advice. Oh wait, that's supposed to say worthless advice. But for all of you that come here looking for legal <laughs> advice, Dan has a message for you. I anal. There you go. Bing it. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Don't what does that stand it. for? <laughs> that's a terrible idea. I anal. It's, I am not a lawyer. It's there, chat there speak. Apparently this it is a great thing. This Yeah. This is, Everybody this knows is a that. great intro to this show. Yeah, people use it in AOL chat rooms uh, all the time. ASL. Uh, big anal. thanks to our patrons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, our patrons are the best. We're sorry for this. I'm so Mess. sorry. No, big thanks to our patrons. We got a new patron. We got Mary Sai. Mary Sai is uh, from Kotamari Designs. She is a new patron oh. on the show. And I'd like to thank our VIP patrons, and it is loading right now, but that is Alex Copajohns, Bill Burkle, Jake Miller, Jake Conine, Justin with Calvary Customs, Christian Tong, Malcolm at Bossanova Woodworks, Michael Flickinger, Michael Lydon, Square Splinter, and Tim from Lock City Woodworks. You guys are dope. Wow. Thank you so much. What a good-looking group. Supporting us. We need more That's Michaels and so Jakes. so handsome and pretty. More Michaels and Jakes. Yeah, there's none of <laughs> you guys are great big thanks to everyone who supports the show and any level we really appreciate you guys so much uh that is all i have to say about that uh I mean, i'm gonna throw this out here right now nothing oh. really well he's doing it he's doing I'm it. Throwing this out. all right fine whatever oh no if any of you top tier patrons are at workbench con come find me i will buy you a mr fizz yeah i'll buy you a warm rc cola let's do it yeah. Mike will also um, buy you something. <laughs> I'll buy you something for sure. Yeah. If you're a top tier patron and you're at WorkbenchCon and you used our code and your name is Jake or Mike, I will buy you a <laughs> flaming Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. Ooh. You had to be in the pre-show Ooh. for that. Uh, no. <laughs> Big thanks to all the flaming Dr. Pepper. Yeah. To ever, all the no. other patrons. Uh, but seriously, we will if you, be giving if you're away patron, gift cards. They're going to be empty, but you can, they're right. great. I'll you can load a, them up with money. I'll have one of Pete's stickers for you. <laughs> Actually, Dan's stickers, the coveted stickers that we owe everyone. Are we bringing yeah. stickers? I feel yeah. like I'm not going to bring stickers. I don't stickers. know. Oh, you're over 100 I'm going to bring a Snickers. I don't care about stickers at all. Wait, did you just pull that out of your pocket? <laughs> I think he did. Yeah, I keep my out of I go to Home Depot all the time and people are like, are you my coffee? No, I'm just kidding. I think he pulled it out of his eye anal. Yeah. I know. Well, anyway, uh, what's on your bench? No, um, uh, no. We, I, this week we, you know, we we're gonna kind of go dive into WorkbenchCon, I think a bit. But before we yeah. kind of get into that, I mean, I don't. None of our questions are really about WorkbenchCon, are they? No. So no. how are we gonna make that work? <laughs> I think we'll just kind of like do a little segment on that and kind of talk it out. You know, we didn't really get any questions about it. So I'm stuck, um, and we're we're a month away. Um, actually, yeah, we're five weeks. Let's kind of dive into it now, like. Yeah, someone told us we were six weeks away or eight weeks away in, in the live, and they are and they're wrong, not correct, and we will not be accepting any of their questions on the show anymore. Um, no, yeah, literally exactly five uh, weeks I mean, from now is kinda, Thursday when we're getting smashed at uh, the Total Boat booth. I don't know about you guys, but I'm yeah, getting true, in on Wednesday actually. Well, 
Um, I'm trying to figure that out. I might still, I was going to come in Wednesday and stay through like Monday, but I think I'm just going to try to come in on Thursday and leave like Saturday night. I think I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. Saturday night. Yeah. No, leave Sunday. Yeah. Maybe I'll leave Sunday morning. We'll see. Nah, leave Sunday morning. Cause everyone just kind of hangs out all Saturday. We just BS. Yeah. You'll you'll miss all the fun. At least, at least leave on Saturday or Sunday. Sorry. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. See what you can do. Minimum. We'll see. Yeah. We'll I'll your, buy you a. Uh, but, but let's. But I'll let's buy you a flaming squirt. What, let's talk about what WorkbenchCon is. I think. I think we should t- flaming flaming squirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike's on a slight delay. <laughs> uh, no, I heard it. My brain. <laughs> just, my brain just is took on a slight second to process. <laughs> his brain was like, "Yeah, those were words that came out of his mouth." No, okay, we react. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, show title. Yeah, so, so let's. T- oh no. Uh, just for no reason, say Flaming Squirt with Paul Jackman. <laughs> Episode 142. Okay. Our SEO is just down the toilet. I love it. Right. I mean, whatever. Well, are um, we, listen, wait. Are we even going to Workbench Con? I just made $85 billion. Dan made $93 billion. Yeah. Mike, you probably made I made $3. Made like, yeah, three dollars. Mike just has three dollars. <laughs> I made three dollars. So I mean, if we're gonna go somewhere else besides working with Con, I might need to lean on you guys a little yeah, bit for some sandwiches. Facebook is Mike, glitching I'll, right now, and it shows I'll buy you really a couple PB and J sandwiches. Billions man, of you. dollars. Thank you. <laughs> He'll buy you chiladas, just chiladas, breakfast, mm. lunch, and dinner, liquid diet. That would be squirts. That would be <laughs> me. That would be. That might be a flame and squirt for sure. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Back to what is Workbench Con? Yeah, what is a workbench con? Yeah, so Mike, go ahead. Dan, <laughs> what is a workbench con to you? Dan, no, tell so workbench work con, con is, is. like workbench con is. I would say it's like a content focused. I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag. Like they kind of talk about woodworking. They have like woodworking classes. It's it's really like woodworking driven, I suppose. It seems there's a lot of different maker. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not studies. Um, Niches. Yeah, niches, it's, but it's a niches maker convention heavily focused but it's on woodworking. Not, but it's not really maker con- focused. Like it seems like all the classes are more towards woodworkers, though. It yeah. seems like it seems like they really go towards work. But there, there's a different. Um, I can't think of the word right now. My brain is all shot. But they, 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 they <laughs> parallelogram. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, paradigm but, yeah, shift. It, paradigm. Yes. No. But I, kind of I, I feel like most. Most of the classes are either about woodworking, running a business, or running a content business, or yeah. some sort of mishmash of all of those things, kind of. So, um, I feel like the classes are very honestly hit or miss. Um, and I think we'll just round robin this, but like, I, for, I feel like some of them are hit or miss. However, I will say if you know nothing about how to get into the content <laughs> world, they're probably all have something to oh, offer you. 100%. So it's a lot of 101 classes. Um, I think you start to get like a lot of 101 classes of, of content making, content creating. And then you get like really high level how to run a business classes in there too. It's very interesting. Like it, it's all focused on multiple stream of revenue, how to create those, how to manage those. And, 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 then, and then there's usually some speaker that comes in and explains how they've done it. Um, and then the other things is you'll randomly have Cowdog 
doing a all Japanese hand tool class. <laughs> so it's kind of like this real <laughs> mishmash thing. And, you know, it's just kind of it's and it's cool. But the, the best part of it all is not the classes. It is the time you get to spend with everybody in the lobby at the bar getting yelled at at one in the morning by a 40 year old security guard who has a puberty squeak. It's the oh best. Oh my part. god! Like, I it's all the memories. It's all. It's all the I've memories. I've never seen it's, authority physically like leave a man's yeah, body. Leave his. It's like his voice. <laughs> his gun turned into like a hot dog. You know, it was like flopping around. <laughs> Everyone has to go. And everyone was like, "Oh, you guys gotta get out of here!" <laughs> and then, every, then we just roll over and we start like mugging him. Uh, but it was, it was, it, it's a great time, and you actually learn a ton because everyone's. For the most part, except for like I'd say a group of higher level content creators, for the most part, everyone's very open about their tactics and things. And I think there's probably like a handful of like the more I don't know what I want to say. The people who've been the people who who are almost I, none of them are household names, but household names for this for this niche for our community. Um, yeah, for our community, there there's like a handful of them that just like won't share anything, and they just kind of hang with each other, which kind of sucks. Um, I don't do podcasts. Yeah, uh, there's a, okay, there's the three a of us of will probably be in like a little like kit and caboodle the whole time. Uh, d- approach us; it's fine. You can say hi, please. Yeah, do. yeah we want to <laughs> meet everyone. We yeah. want to meet everyone for sure. Like we and we'll. But when you approach me, I want I want your first words to say, "I anal." I, yeah, and lawyer. also no eye contact because no I will just punch you right <laughs> yeah. in the mouth I as just, hard as I can. No, uh, but it's involuntary. Come up and I'm say sorry. hi. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> it's a fear thing. And, and no, I just. I mean, obviously, there's still going to be also brands there, and the brand reps that you talk to or message with, yeah. and or have relationships with already. So it's a great place to actually like put a face to the name or to the account that you're working with, or even or to pitch, start a relationship. Start a relationship, and I'll give you guys this one little tip that really like made a huge difference for me last year. I skipped one class. Because it's two or three three classes a day, right? Or two classes, three classes a day. Uh, I skipped a class, I think, both days. And I stayed in the conference area while everyone, 90% of the people were, you know, they went to their room, they went to classes, whatever. That convention center was just the brands and like a handful of people. Uh, and <laughs> that was some of the best conversations I had uh, during the day, especially with the brand uh, ambassadors, or not the ambassadors, the brand representatives there. It was great. It was really nice to meet them. There's still relationships that I continue to have to this day. And if you're looking to talk to them one-on-one without kind of jumping over people in some of these bigger accounts that are hovering around because they have relationships there already, go when there's a class. Uh, obviously, you don't want to skip out on classes if they're really good. But if you find that there isn't really one that you definitely want to see around a time slot, that's a good time to hang out there. Get to, get to know those people. Also, at the bar. The bar is like the best class Right, Dan? Absolutely. (laughs) That's where, quite frankly, that's the only reason I go. I do go to some of the classes, but I get more out of going to the bar and all the camaraderie you have at the bar with all the other people that you interact with already online and you get to meet them face to face and talk to them like real people because we are. Yeah. Shocker. Everybody's a real person um, for the most part. And just, you know, actually... You know, breaking bread or having a drink with somebody and just talking about, you know, all the all the things that we all do and that we kind of have in common. Yeah. It's it's one of the best experiences. And everyone's just so willing to share and psych up other people. Like, 
it, it's just everyone's shouting positive encouragement at each other. Like, yeah, like focus on plans or try this or do this or this worked for me. You should give it a shot. And like everyone's just trying to help each other out. I didn't feel at any point like someone was like gatekeeping or gaslighting or any of the other, other terms. But like everyone was very supportive and very encouraging. I remember Wednesday night, I was so hyped already before the convention even started from the hangouts at the bar. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And we're all like sitting there ordering food at the bar and like I'm sitting next to accounts that I've been following for years and we're just all hanging out like we've known each other. Like we're all the old war buddies. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah Go, going back to the bar, uh, they do tend to kick us out after Jerks. like midnight or something midnight. like that. Midnight. However, last year, uh, the people who put on WorkbenchCon, uh, Kristen and, and her team, Uh, They did decide to to do like an after hours uh, event there. Like you could stay in the conference center and, and, you know, do all that, that bar. Yeah. Continue the mingling and the, and all the other things. So, man, we were, we were in the total boat tent until three, four in the morning. I think two days in a row. I think one night I got out of there. I left the tent inside of the tent at like three and I made it. 15 feet in front of the tent and I stood there for another hour talking to people. I think I went to sleep right before you guys that first night. It was, it was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my feet are angry with me at the end of the day, but I will do it every night. It's fun. Another highlight, me and Dan driving Maleki insane one night. That was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I remember that. <laughs> We basically made him feel bad and he was asking like to, about not coming on a pod, even though we never actually officially asked him. So we just kept giving him a hard time and he was eventually like, guys, I'm, yeah, come on, of course. <laughs> We're just busting his chops all night. You don't remember that, Dan. It was a good time. I don't. You won. Oh, cool. <laughs> but any other highlights yeah, it, aside the aquarium? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, it's just kind of networking. It's a social, it's honestly like, in-person social networking that's what's neat about it. what's so funny about it is that you're going there to learn how to handle social networking and it's just person in-person social networking which i guess is just networking i don't know but you end up making these relationships that become very helpful and um i think a lot of friendships are made there not to be cheesy mm-hmm. but i think a lot of friendships are made there i think you kind of solidify some relationships you've had online and um yeah i mean it's just that's it's just where this was born yeah. yeah yep uh, maker, I mean, not maker. Well, you I was guys say Maker Camp 2020, WorkbenchCon <laughs> 2020 is where AWP was born. Yeah, it's solid. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a great experience. It's it's a lot though. You're not going to sleep. You're not yeah. going to. Uh, well, I mean, it's yeah. just, and you know, the, <clears throat> it's a lot. It, it's a lot of hours. Kind of sucks. There's a, the FOMO <laughs> is serious. Like you don't want to miss out. You're going to want to stay out as late as possible, and just you want to talk to everyone because everyone's just so. Like but also, open. it is great. But just keep in mind, it's a ton of money. Like you're spending a lot. The tickets are pricey. Um, the the hotel room is pricey. <clears throat> the flight, if you have to fly, is pricey. I mean, it's all these expenses. So if it's so back to the conversation of who's it not for. I mean, if you're kind of doing this real casually and having like fun, if you have the money to burn, then by all means, burn. I mean, it's your money. You do whatever you want with it. Um, but if if like budget is a consideration. And you're kind of doing this casually. Uh, I would take a look at your money because it's it is it is an investment. I mean, you got to look at it as an investment, essentially. So it's it an investment that's going to make sense for your thing. Yeah, I think 
right? But that's still everything, costs money. Every, everything yeah. considered, so, it, like if you don't have the money, about, you don't have the money. Yeah, it's going to be about two thousand dollars <laughs> total for the for the weekend. With it, when yeah, you include like the price of the ticket, the flight, the hotels, your food, yeah. obviously. Food, I feel like yep. food's even. I think WorkbenchCon actually does pay for lunch two days. Yes. Do they just do lunch or is it breakfast and lunch? I think it's breakfast and lunch. But it's fairly. I don't late. think I've ever no, woken no. up early enough for breakfast, so I don't know. Oh yeah, we always went to that garbage like buffet thing. There's like a hair in your <laughs> oh, sausage. Oh, I am not going to that. Oh, yeah, the hotel it was like buffet. Twenty something dollars for a breakfast, and it was just not worth it. I'll just just go get coffee from some. I'll just lift to go <clears throat> yeah. get coffee somewhere else, like I did last. That was way better. Much better. And there is a bunch of places around there. Um, you know, you'll meet, you'll end up meeting up with some people and kind of make connections yeah. over the weekend and you'll end a up, lot of times of we, up going places. We go out to dinner with a group of people and we, mm-hmm. we all go somewhere and kind of go out to dinner and have a smaller group mm-hmm. and then come back to the conference where exactly. everybody else is at. Um, That's fun too. Yeah. This Sweet. is for all, all of those of you that are going that haven't gone before that you're really like looking to learn from this thing. Uh, fair warning, leave your schedule for the next week wide open. Don't take on any jobs. Don't have a backlog of projects because <laughs> you're going to come back so what? motivated. You're going to want to do everything. You're and you're going to want to hit the ground running and you're really going to be motivated. You don't want to lose that momentum. That's really good stuff. I came back to like being slammed with projects and it took me like a month to try to like get to the stuff that I wanted to do after WorkbenchCon. Um, so give yourself some time to really process it when you get back and just hit the ground running. Cause you are going to be so motivated. Like hanging out with these people also, is amazing. But, but like, if you get that motivation and you don't do anything with it, it's a waste. So you oh, yeah. need to go do this thing and you need to like, you, it, it means nothing. If you, if you take the, if you take the experience and do nothing with it, it's, it's a waste of money. You're just going to go, which is fine. If you have the money to do that, you do whatever yep. you want, it's your money, but just Go if you're gonna go and you're you're like looking for a way to get motivated to do things like do them like actually do yeah. them like grab this opportunity by the horns and I don't know something something bold I I think you cojones. can easily justify the cost with the value you can get out of it if you do it right if you actually take everything to heart you listen to people you take their advice you get inspired because you can't buy inspiration but you have to go somewhere to get it uh, and this stuff like this. It really does help out. It's a, it's a really good. And even the classes, uh, you know, even the okay ones that I went to still learned a lot and got to talk to some people uh, about the class that were also in it that now I have something in common. We talked about the class. We discussed some of the, like the Katz Moses class last year was great. Uh, I love Jimmy's whole. It was more of like a presentation on uh, how he was building a barn. Gave me a lot of ideas on what I would want to do when I was built, when I want to build my shop. So it's really, really, really cool. And you just, it's such a level playing field because you're hanging out with people that a lot of us, let's be real, idolize. Like these are our heroes that we like grew up watching. Um, some are just friends that we've never met. And it's just so awesome to meet all of them in person and hang out and have a drink together. Or, or yeah, an RC it's Cola. It's a great experience. Or an yeah. RC Cola. I or like an that. RC Cola. Yeah. Or Mr. Pib. <laughs> um, if you Fizzy. are, if you are thinking about going to work BenchCon, and you want to support the show, use code AWP. You get 50 bucks off. We get 50 bucks back. It helps us out. It helps you out. We'd love it if you did that. So that would be great. That's kind of our, our WorkbenchCon spiel, spiel for the spiel. this episode. We'll, we'll be talking about it more and more as we 
go th- over the next few weeks. I mean, it's going to just come up more and more and more. Yeah, the hype is going to Why don't you guys call growing, in with so. questions about it? Because now we're getting really yeah. close to it. Well, we'd love to answer questions about it and get a little deeper on some topics if you guys want. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Get them in here. Uh, in the meantime, let's hit this button. What's up, my bitch? Damn. Uh, you know, Dan, I'd love to hear what's going on in your bench, buddy. What you, what you got going on? I delivered the cherry bed. And I don't know if you guys know about this, but let me let me get you on to something here. Um, Have you guys heard of Pirate Ship? Get out of here. It's fantastic. I shipped this entire bed for just a little bit over $200. That was three large boxes. One box was... Boxing. Uh, is that... That's the plural of boxes. Plural of boxes. Boxing? Bo- okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ship three large boxing. Actually, I think it's beaks. <clears throat> Stop. It's a murder. A murder. One box was... <laughs> murder <laughs> box. One box was uh, 90 inches long, Whoa. 12 by 12, Whoa. and it was like 65 bucks. Huh. The next box was 60. Well, anyways, there was three of them. All, all together, it was like $213. I was Luna just cranked one out. It smells like a dead possum in here. Is that this why is you're, you're shaking your head? Yeah, it smells. I'm Dan's so prices. sorry, Dan. No, I'm really <laughs> excited about Dan. This smells like the like someone lit a bag of hair on fire and threw it on a turd and that started on fire. It's so bad in here right now. <laughs> God. So the bed is done. That's nice. nice. I didn't get any. I didn't take any like final pictures because I've already made you one a of final beds. build video though. That's fire. Dan, talk about the newest <laughs> video you dropped. So. I had to ship this thing to North Carolina from Nebraska, and it's going to an older gentleman, and it, it's very clear to me that he needs a lot of instruction. So I made an instructional video on how to put this to bed together. It's pretty simple. There's only five bolts, but I made him a very clear and precise, although a little long video on how to put the bed together, and these two yahoos convinced me to put it on YouTube. So I dropped a new YouTube video? It's <laughs> great. It's a really, really terrible video, but you know how things short, go. It's it's, it's probably it's a seriously <laughs> long short. It's uh, I think nine minutes and some change. It's um, a Netflix it'll series probably of be, shorts. It'll probably end up being like one of my best performing videos ever. If you know that'd be so baller. Are, I would love if that video just like took off and that's your like baseline. My million dollar <laughs> video. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and then you know. Uh, Etsy orders are keeping me busy. I can How never. How busy, Dan? Real busy. I I currently have like raise 70 orders. your prices. Raise them. I raise the roof, though. Now, if uh, your prices was... were on a roof, Dan, that thanks would be for right. listening, everyone. <laughs> everyone would be on fire. Um, <laughs> that's just for us. No, keep going, Dan. Sorry. I'm also going to start working on some, uh, speculative pieces. Like, I think Mike is going to talk about that too. Uh, I just ordered some, some coffee table legs off Amazon. They actually look really nice. Oh, also I did take a, another commission. I took a farm table commission, so I'll be building that pretty soon. You're going to grow I'm a pretty beard excited next? About that. You're going to do everything I'm doing? Good Lord. I'm just joking. <laughs> There's certain things he just simply cannot do. Let's be real. <laughs> He's been growing that for, well, since we've started this podcast. Yeah, look at this beard. It's a nice it's beard. Like a... Uh... You look like a suspect on NCIS or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> joking. Last seen podcasting on YouTube. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm I'm excited to build the farm farmhouse uh, table. Um, that's that's gonna be fun, dude. Yeah, farmhouse tables it. are really fun. I would never put one in my home, but they're so fun to make. I love making them. I don't know. My base is gonna look a little different than yours. You have the, uh, the yeah. traditional farmhouse base. Uh, my client has a very specific look that they want, and I'm gonna be using reclaimed wood from their barn or something. So. Hopefully that wood is good to use. I don't even know what you don't know the wood yet, species right? it is. I don't know anything about it. So that should be interesting. Follow along for more. <laughs> Tune in next PD. Week. Hey, what are you doing? Um, well, over here in PD USA land, I um, <laughs> PD. <laughs> trying to figure out how to do a bleep that delayed bleep uh so i i'm wrapping up those uh ice climbing tools i'm mostly done i got pretty much almost all of them sanded i just need to do some final sanding and lasering and they are ready to get delivered i've kind of uh been out of the shop for half the days this week just because i was so tired of it last week and uh work's been keeping me super busy sorry something just disconnected on my computer we're good okay cool um so work's been keeping me super busy. I've been, I was in a city on Monday and that always just throws off my sleep schedule and everything. Cause I have to get up at like four 30 and I'm going till late at night. So, um, aside from that, I've been focusing a lot on content. I've actually started like tracking where I'm posting everything. So I'm focusing on Instagram and Facebook and what is disconnect? Sorry. Something just keeps disconnecting over here. Um, been focusing on content cause I had Peter, are you there? I'm here. I've had two videos popping off. Pete, your can, audio cut out. I could see the thing. Oh. Let him let up. Nice try. Dan, can you hear Pete? <laughs> I'm I just kidding. I can't. Um, so <laughs> I've been like focusing on content because I, I just hit 70K on Instagram. So that's pretty great. Woo! Uh, and for the first time after doing this. Flew awesome, right dude, by 69. Yeah, I, I flew right by 69. So hit 70K. Uh, I'm actually for the first time like making money with social media and it's very exciting because it's been so long so many years of doing this and you know i've gotten some tools gotten some little paid things here or there uh now i feel like i'm actually making some okay money off of uh instagram although that wave will probably die out uh but I 85 had a video. billion yeah oh and then yeah me and dan the facebook is glitching right now so it's showing that i made 85 billion dollars this week or this month and dan made like 93 billion so you know sorry we're buying lambos for all of it's our crazy. patrons you guys are crushing it <laughs> Dan, wow. uh, Mike, well, how can many, I have a sandwich? How much did you make? <laughs> I told was you, PB and J. Was it three dollars, Mike? I'm at three bucks. Guys. Oh, three bucks. Uh, yeah, Mike made three dollars. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's so no funny. Big um, no big deal. But anyways, you know, mine like is glitched too in the other direction. The other direction. So. <laughs> just, it took it out of your account for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the negative me. But you know, it's dollars. so exciting to finally see after all this time and all this hard work, uh, like there is some potential there because obviously this isn't going to be every month, but it will slowly continue to trickle in. So that's something I'm excited about. Um, aside from that, I am uh, I, I got a couple little commissions, some laser projects and uh, like a toy chest and stuff that I have to make for someone. And that's about it. So I, I have some speculative builds, too, except I'm, I actually have clients for them. So, yeah, it's different. Anyways, Mike, is that what really about you? a speculative build? It's, it's a commission, then I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's up with you? Uh, we're doing a farmhouse table. Um, I'm, cha- I'm trying to remember the other things Dan's doing. I have a ton of bow tie orders. Uh, <laughs> you just trying to do everything I am? Coffee, Dan. You gonna shave off your beard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> you gonna, you're gonna braid your butt hair? It's like what Mike <laughs> trimmed off you got on your face. Awkward confessions. <laughs> you're gonna shave off all your beard hair and then jam it in your, between your butt cheeks like I do? Huh? <laughs> no, uh, no, we got this farmhouse table we're working on right now. It is, I mean, the base design is like a traditional farmhouse look, but it is completely my design. <laughs> I mean, I designed it all and drew it all up. So this is like the fourth time I've built this. So it's, it's a fun build. I actually really like building this table and I really like doing breadboard ends and it's just it's just fun. We got it down to a science. Each time you build it, it becomes more yours. It's just cool. Right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's my design. <laughs> I mean, it's it's my design. I'm going to it's going to be like part of the line when we start releasing all the line like the line of furniture stuff. So, uh that's going to be that was good. Um we're also doing this giant white oak countertop. It's uh 123 inches long and 50 inches wide almost two inches thick it's massive it's gonna weigh a lot of a lot of pounds um so there's that and then my customer who we do the grounding boxes for he we ordered or he ordered uh 20 boxes so we're doing 10 big ones 10 small ones so we got those going right now and we'll be starting those kind of next week milling up the wood for that i, I realize there's two sizes um that's new we're oh. releasing a second size now, and we're actually working on a third size. I actually finished the design. I'm making two of those a third size, which is a very large custom. They're actually very large. So, um, But it's going to be instead of the, the 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 current large grounding boxes. Yeah, it's going to weigh probably 170 pounds. Um, <laughs> the current large ones have – yeah, it's crazy. The current large ones do a left and right. The new ones are lower profile, but they're wider and deeper but they only do one channel per. So they're actually meant to be like the base. You put one on the left, one on the right, and they're actually meant to be a stand for really nice receivers, like one plus million dollar receivers, like very expensive audio. Well, I can buy so, a couple million of you those can buy a, with my money. A couple of them. Yeah, you can buy a bunch of those now with your Facebook, with your Zuck, with your Zuck, Zuck bucks. Zuck bucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, we have a new contender so, for show title. Okay. <laughs> trend <laughs> yeah that's gonna trend us we'll get for, the SEO for once our sure. seo is no, um, okay <laughs> yeah for reals so i've got this um family i was talking about this in the pre-show uh i've been working with this family for a long time we're finally making progress here uh they had a tree their fam, their property was part of the big fire out here in california the uh mm-hmm. paradise fire and um they have a tree on their property that has been on the property forever. They've had the property in their family for a long time. The tree needed to come down because of the fire and I coordinated having it slabbed. I'm in the middle of coordinating it having kilned. And then uh, after it's kilned and dried, we're going to be turning it into like 20 pieces of furniture. Uh, We're building a bunch of stuff. So um, I'm very excited to get this project going because this is going to be really cool. So um, Monday, I'm going to go pick up all that wood. going to go take it down to the kiln uh and get that going and then also i did a proposal for the company well i've mentioned them a lot it's called urban wood rescue uh they're owned by the sacramento tree foundation i did a proposal for coffee custom builds to do all their slab flattening and they actually just accepted my proposal like two hours ago so coffee custom builds is going to be doing all their slab flattening so uh we're gonna be doing on the cnc initially when i put that proposal together it was going to be on the slab flattener which i i decided to forego because i was so busy with is with the orders we had but um i actually didn't really talk about this on the show um one of my large contracts the projections were slashed greatly 
And um, it's put me in a position. Actually, maybe I did talk about this. Mm-hmm. I did talk about this. Uh, you did last it week. It put me yeah. in the position where I kind of had to cut back hours mm-hmm. for one of my guys to the point where he's barely working here. Now with this thing, I can actually bring him back probably to what he was working before, which is very exciting. So um, cool. he can run That's that good. whole project, and I'm really excited to have him back uh, with that. So, but honestly, um, these things in business when they happen, sometimes I learned from my dad when I was working at the family business. Like sometimes these things that on the surface immediately seem like a huge gut punch and a huge bummer, they end up becoming like this blessing almost. And you don't really realize it at the time until like sometimes a few weeks, a few months, and sometimes a couple years later. But like um, that project that got slashed, it was the shelf project. I'll just be very, very clear about that. Um, I didn't like that job. It was good revenue, but like it wasn't enjoyable work. It was very repetitive. It was very, uh, very mass production feeling. And it wasn't really what we do here. It was really more to bring in revenue to quite honestly, afford Matt on payroll. Uh, that was the main reason for that. Well, the company's gotten so busy now that I don't really need that job to afford Matt for payroll. So Justin was brought on. And then that got slashed and it kind of messed with Justin. But now I'm able to take on these other projects that I probably would have had to say no to that are actually more in line with what we do here. So I'm actually, it's actually working out really well. And I'm and it's just one of those things where it's like, it's kind of a nice pivot and it worked out in, in my favor. So I'm able to nice. like strengthen some of my ties with some of my existing relationships. Um, not that that relationship is, is suffering where that customer is. I still have work with that customer. Um, but I can, I can strengthen my relationships with my other vendors or my other partners and it works out really well. So just kind of keep those things in mind. Like when there's like a, what appears to be a, uh, uh, you know, a setback, sometimes they turn into something better. So those things are things you need to keep in mind in, in, on the business. When end one door closes, uh, four right? more close. And then like, yeah, three yeah. of those break and they need new doors and then they hire you. Yeah. Uh, so, no. No, I mean, it, it just sometimes these things just go different ways. It's like They're a revolving exactly door. Think they are. It comes around. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know what Pete's trying to get at, but it sounds really, really I don't know. Uh, erotic. Um, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's your thing. No. Revolving doors. No. So anyway, uh, that's really exciting. Um, also, I went and picked up a whole truck or a whole trailer load of english elm from sack tree from urban wood rescue i'm building a dining table for my dining room i'm gonna i'm gonna be milling up i'm gonna be cutting all this elm down to dimensional lumber and it's gonna be a a mid-century modern table and i'm gonna be doing um i've been working on these chairs we're kind of almost done with the first batch of chairs tomorrow i'm gonna go work on those tonight um i'm very excited about these chairs guys like I'm really excited about these chairs. I think these things are going to be a really big thing for my business, and I'm really excited about them. So um, I've got a bunch of vendor partners that are excited about it. So you can batch get those out, right? They're mostly CNC? They're, they're not all CNC, but it's mostly, mostly. – yeah, it's going to be – we. It's I designed them around production, well, and comfort. They're very easy to mass produce for and us. Uh, so Panty for Raider what, for what the, the assembly? Yeah, the panty raider is, is the uh, – they're all inch and a half mortise and tenon. Like, they're deep mortise and tenon. Like, those tenons go mm. deep into the meat of the wood. And mm. it's, uh, mm. Talk dirty to uh, me. Deep into meat. Mm. Show title. All righty. Um, <laughs> no, no. So, we, uh, and then I, when I was picking up all that elm, I got this piece of wood that's 16 inches thick, five and a half feet wide, and six feet – six and a half feet long. 
and I was there with Peter, my uh, my cinematographer, um, and he kind of was like, "You got to get that thing, dude. You got to get that thing. We could make a sick video out of it." And like, we're gonna, I got it. So basically, I don't typically do spe- actually, I never do speculative builds ever because I'm always scared of them. I don't ever mm-hmm. want to like build anything without having a customer for it if it's not for myself. But we're gonna build this thing and turn it into a video and then try to sell it. Basically, it's it's pretty cool. Like I'm really excited about it. It's a cool looking piece of wood, and I think it's gonna be a really fun challenge. It's gonna be things I've never built. I mean, the thing probably weighs mm-hmm. 700 pounds, maybe minimum. Um, it's hair real pillows. heavy. Yeah, I'm gonna do hair pin like it doesn't even <laughs> need legs. That's what's cool. It's already flat. They like hit it on the bandsaw mill, so it's got a flat on the bottom. And then they flipped it to cut it. So it's actually got flat already. So it's got, and nice. it's at coffee table height. So it technically doesn't need legs, but I was thinking about bringing cutting it in a little feet. bit more and making, yeah, <laughs> just, just a, a little, little brass cutting board feet. <laughs> 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 no, I was thinking about making it a little thinner and then doing like a mid-century modern, like cradle set of legs underneath, like almost like a cradle and then like hairpin legs, not hairpin legs, <laughs> turned legs <laughs> coming off of that. Like snap yeah. underneath all Yeah, the they're just like, you could hear the <laughs> metal buckling. The floor. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> completely through. That thing's oh, got to be so heavy. Good. It's going to be it's so crazy. heavy. It's crazy. It's, it's got to oh, be God. 700 pounds. Um, but anyways, uh, what else is going on? Oh, there's some other stuff, but I'm talking way too long. Uh, let's jump into Wait. questions. I what? forgot something. What? Oh. I'm really excited about this, and I completely forgot to mention this. Uh, and it just, it's because you talked about the lumber yard. I scored a, an awesome deal on plywood on uh eighth inch Baltic birch. I have not been able to get this material That's for the laser thick paper. Yeah. Thick paper. Basically it's for laser projects. <laughs> I was down to one sheet after the holidays. I have not been able to source it anywhere. And the prices that they're quoting me at all the places were around $53 a sheet for a five by five. I called up the most expensive, most, you know, well-stocked uh, lumber yard in the area. And the guy's like, yeah, we have it. I think we have like uh, 35 sheets. Nobody buys this stuff. Like nobody wants it. And I'm like, what? And, uh, and I'm like, okay, how much is it? And he's like, uh, it's 23 a sheet. I'm like, we're talking about wow. Baltic birch, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, it's like AA side. He's like, well, it's A and B. Like it's got the patches on the back. I'm like, all right, I'm not even, I'm not going to put the order over the phone. I'm driving over there. So I drive over there. First guy tells me, that I talked to was like, oh yeah, we don't have that. We haven't had that in months. I'm like, you gotta be effing kidding me. I started going off, not going off, but I was like, all right, I need to talk to whoever I talk to. We get in the office and I this young guy to your like, manager. It was like the youngest guy there, this guy, Michael. And he's, he goes, oh yeah, we have Karen it. He's like telling the guy like, yeah, we have it. Walks outside and points like straight up at the rack because it's all the way up on top of the highest rack because apparently they legitimately don't sell a lot of the stuff. And he's like, yeah, that's the stuff. Brings it down. It's exactly what I need. It's perfect condition. And he's like, do you want, do you want all of it? Because I was going to get like 10 or 15 sheets. I'm like, if if you knock a few more bucks off this, I'll buy all of them right now. So they gave me another discount on top of that. So I bought all 35 sheets. And it, dang, dang it, it feels like this is literally the last Baltic Birch in like all of New Jersey. Because I've been trying to source it from multiple places. All of the Eastern out. Seaboard. Like I got this laser and I can't cut any baltic birch stuff because it like my only other option was to start going to online retailers and those are expensive so how did you get it home uh my trailer so i had to your my, subaru pulled that yeah it pulls that trailer it's eighth inch plot it is actually <laughs> so heavy those 35 sheets really added up but um 
it's a four and a half foot wide trailer, so I have to like angle it in there. Luckily, I had some. Jacket. It's the equivalent to about five and a half sheets of three quarter inch ply, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty heavy. If you're trying to carry I mean, if all you're the a molds. child, yeah, yeah, for well, sure. I'm, I'm a child. You didn't see my hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I was super stoked about that. Sorry, I just needed to share that deal because that was like a smoking deal. And with the 35 sheets, I'm, I feel like. You know, I'm stocked for the year. Hopefully, I'm only stocked for the next four months, and hopefully, I'm going to sell a lot of this. I was just like so bummed that I got this big laser and I couldn't get this material. That's um, awesome. And then, oh, today I did something fun. I got to hang out with Keith Johnson, help him with assembly on his most recent project. So that was pretty fun. Um, I was his uh, his his shop boy. It was it was great. He treated me great. Oof, <laughs> super fun. Oh. Anyways, that's it. That's my that's my what's on a bench. Great. Dan? Uh, anything else before I jump in? <laughs> Dan already went. I don't Dan have anything there. To... Uh, let's get into questions. Yes. Uh, I am not like, a lawyer. Like this one. What's up, guys? It's Daniel with Taylor Custom Crafted. And everybody's got drinks with DD, coffee with coffee. But again, nobody's ever pooping with Pete. Yeah, what's up with that? It sounds like I'm in a bathroom. Shame. Because I am. Anyways, really don't have a question this week. Just on my mind, sitting here thinking. I want to say I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your all schedule, bringing us a podcast, answering questions, some repetitive, some good. Just want to say thanks. See you next week. I'll take this one. Thank Stupid you, Colin. Daniel. God, in in no, the words of my call. favorite character from The Wire, she is the guy that nobody okay. gets it. If you listen to The no, Wire, all right, or Jake Miller. Wire, you know, come on, it's a good show. <laughs> Uh, Dan, uh, delete out everything Pete said. Thanks. I will. Uh, Jake I will. Miller. What's up, guys? It's Jake from a sweet shop, and uh, I was going to call in with a question about intellectual property. So, we all know there's a bunch of people out there that have plans or CNC files or whatever up on their Etsy or on their website that'll specifically say, um, you can buy these plans and make this item for yourself, but you are not allowed to resell it. So first part is realistically speaking, um, what type of recourse do you actually have to go after that person? Um, if somebody uses your files to sell a product, um, whether it's online or locally or whatever. The second thing is, and that's kind of along the same lines, is let's say you make a, you know, let's just say you make a table design and a large company, uh, furniture making company, takes that design that you've made and starts producing it and making it and selling it. What type of recourse do you actually have without spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees to try to go after that company. Um, just be interested to see what you guys have to say um, and kind of go from there. So thanks, guys. Dan? Uh, first of all, let me say we anal. We are not a lawyers. <laughs> we is a no lawyers. Yeah. Um, man, I, I think a, <laughs> Mike is really upset. <laughs> I think a, 
I think you almost <laughs> answered your own question. I mean, this episode's in the dumps. <laughs> <laughs> dumps like a truck. Aside, aside from like actually hiring a lawyer and spending a bunch of money, I don't. I just really don't under. I don't see what other recourse you have other than like trying to call them out mm-hmm. on social media and starting like a cancel brigade. But does that really work? I don't know. Um, look, if I've seen people take designs that I've come up with and stuff and try to remake them and it's annoying, but you know, what are you going to do? It happens. Now, if it, if a big company did that to me and they they took one of my original designs and and they started mass didn't someone it, in the community like buy my Capex file and is selling that the inserts like I didn't obviously I didn't say they can't do that I mean you're doing you're using my file for your Capex yeah inserts, with your permission we discussed it with yeah. my, my my permission but I believe didn't we have someone like buy like a listener buy my file and then now they're selling the inserts which I didn't say they can't probably they didn't, like even discuss it. <laughs> like discuss it at all it wasn't like a conversation it's like but i mean i don't really have any right to it i guess that but it, i mean uh, i don't have any right to it and i didn't claim that i did i mean it's just whatever i'm I'm looking I mean, at this a different way like say you say the 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 farmhouse table you make is is all your own design well if somebody takes right. that design and they start mass producing it that's well, that's the way i'm looking about it. it no that's yeah, unless you it unless no, you hire like, a lawyer no. that there's there's absolutely nothing you can do I'd, about it definitely get my lawyer to at least send a letter you know my right. lawyer would send a cease and desist i mean it's if it was a large I, company reproducing you're screwed it, yes they're just gonna they're just gonna own they're gonna take everything you own away from you like they're gonna sue you into oblivion you're just gonna lose yeah there's really not a whole lot you can do other than like calling them out on social media pete you want to add anything to this uh well i agree with what they said ditto but what i would say is uh take a deep breath brush it off uh, maybe reach out to them if you want to say like, Hey, I noticed you're selling the same thing or you sell one of my things for a profit. Um, although I didn't specifically say that, um, I kind of wish you didn't, you know, see what, see how they handle it. Cause they, they might just be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was like a thing. I'll, I'll take it down. It might be as easy as that. Um, but don't get upset about it because there's literally nothing you can do unless it's got, like I said, unless it's copyrighted or you have a patent or something, there's just literally nothing you can do. Um, Mm -hmm. and you just got to brush it off. There's plenty of people that sell basically clones of what I make, um, all over Etsy. And a lot of my ideas are not original. I just designed them myself, but they're not original ideas. And the thing is in the file buying and like digital marketplace, most sites and Etsy and all that stuff, you're buying files. And essentially with the understanding that this can be resold, this is now your file. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, even if somebody specifically lists on there, not for commercial use, there's really nothing they can do to protect themselves from that. Um, and it's kind of up to you how you want to handle it. Uh, but in most cases, when somebody's buying a file, especially from a lot of these sites like design bundles or whatever, like you have a commercial license, essentially. They actually specify you have a commercial license, but it's an, also one of those things where they can't enforce it one way or the other. But they specify, yes, you can, so you don't have to freak out about it, you know, and feel bad. So nothing you can do. Take a deep breath, have a drink, and then just move on to the next question. Yep. Uh, Malcolm is in the middle of these two questions. Hey, guys. So last week I caught the AWP live pre-show, and Dan, really? You're still making Malcolm in the middle jokes? I will never stop. Okay. I guess this is just where I live now. 
Hey guys, it's Malcolm in the middle of Dan's mom at Bossa Nova Woodworks. <laughs> and this week's question is about shipping fragile items. There are a couple of things that I make that people want me to ship to them, but they're put together with brass rods, quarter inch walnut dowels, what have you, that are usually friction fit into pre-drilled holes. Ideally, I'd like to ship it together as one piece, but that's going to require extra packaging. And I'm worried about how much that's going to affect the actual item. I could also send it in a way that could be assembled by the end user, but I don't really trust that. I, I would worry that they would break the item. So if you've got experience with this, please let me know. Thanks. Oh, and I'm sorry I keep going, oh, and at the end of all of my uh, questions, I'm going to try not to do that again. <laughs> Later. Dan. Man, you got to pick one route to go. I mean, uh, you don't have many other options. Either you have to send it assembled and package the crap out of it to make sure that it arrives safely, or you package it in such a way where the end user is going to put it together. I mean, I really don't see any other options. So you got to pick something. If you're going to, if you're going to ship it already fully assembled, yeah, you're going to want to make sure that it's packaged very, very well because you, you, you have to understand that these, these shipping companies, UPS, FedEx, USPS, they don't know what's in the package, and quite frankly, they probably don't care. And they're treating your box and your package as such. Pete, you ship a lot of things. Yeah, one thing I would say is get a standardized box for whatever that item is, something that fits really well, and you're able to pad it consistently over and over again. So if you're shipping something that looks the same, let's say it's a lamp, right? Um, get a box that fits, that you're able to pad very well around it, and actually cut some cardboard up uh so that you can kind of like open it up with the item in it and like kind of like i don't know how to like, you want to restrict like, the movement restrict the movement exactly so you're not packing it up full of peanuts or whatever that's another thing you could do just pack it full of peanuts you know really stabilize it um and uh Le shrink legumes. Wrap. legumes shrink wrap is your friend i use the little handheld shrink wrap things on everything if somebody buys like a bundle of like 10 tool holders even i'm just bundling them together so that you're not having to like pick them out out of the the, the foam you could just take that out highly recommend that and then if the, the fitted boxes are going to be huge for you um i wouldn't recommend assembly by customer because i just feel like that's not going to be as good unless a there's no way around it like when you ship a bed yeah no, yeah exactly <laughs> you're going to need some assembly then you can do a video like dan did but definitely <laughs> go check it out it's my latest banger like think of the, some <laughs> items that you've gotten and you've opened up a box and you were like, how the F was this in one piece when it arrived at my house? Um, also, one I got this tip, got this tip. I saw this a tip on TikTok. Uh, guy ships paint, custom paint. He used to put fragile on all the boxes. And apparently the universal rule is if it says fragile, treat it like crap by you know the shipping company because i would do the same thing let's be real um what he started writing on all the boxes we're actually putting a sticker on there it says paint and then with the fragile sticker uh now even when he doesn't ship paint when he ships other items he still keeps paint on there because no ups usps fedex worker wants to clean up paint in their truck so they're gonna handle that thing with a little more care just just saying boxes of farts or you put just like put that on may there. contain Turns. paint or you know whatever I, loose I, bowels it's a, it's a weird thing but you know what I, so I can see that loose working. stool loose stool <laughs> tighten up those joints on a loose stool all right uh i have nothing that's to add. it 
Coward. Uh, this next question, I don't know. I don't ship stuff like that. I don't break. I mean, I just don't know. I, I've never. I'm that about one, to be shipping stuff one, like that. That one time you shipped your pants. <laughs> so we're gonna be. I mean, the chairs are gonna be shippable. We they're designed to be. Are you gonna make an awkward vertical video and, on how to assemble them? Yeah, I'm just gonna walk. So Hi, I sold you a I'm chair on Michael accident. I mean, on purpose. From Coffee Custom Builds. <laughs> <laughs> this is our chair assortment of chairs. Your butt looks tired. Completely out of frame. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know where you could put your butt. <laughs> no, you um, put, watch no. the video below, and it's like professionally <laughs> shot by Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter. No, we're gonna do. Uh, they, the chairs will fit in a twenty by twenty by twenty box. That's partially how they were designed. <clears throat> so they'll fit. They'll fit right in there. Will the they? I had a custom bracket fabricated so that the the you know, the part that holds the back rest comes right off. It'll go fit in the box underneath the body and the customer can just get it and thread it, insert it together. So it's going to be very easy. But I mean, that's, I haven't experienced that yet. I know that I'm going to be putting loose stool on the box for sure. I mean, write that on there. are not going to put it on there. That'd be gross. Just so, with a crayon. Um, don't want to drop yeah, that no, box. Brown crayon. And spell um, loose wrong. Spell loose. Yeah. <laughs> loose, loose, loose stool. Now, uh, the, speaking of loose stool... Voicemail. The French. <laughs> so good, dude. Hey guys, it's Thomas here. I usually ask questions about woodworking, but today I think listeners and I would love to learn a bit more about you. My question is the following If you had to choose only one movie you can watch ever, uh, which one would it be? Mine would be the Arrival. Peter. Arrival. I need your help. You know why. All right. Bye. Did he ask us what movie? If we could only watch one movie, yeah. What would it be? Dan, go. And you can't say uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Why not? No why is that way. off the list? You know why. <laughs> Ever since the incident. Honest, honest answer here. I might get a little hate, a little flack for this. Robin Hood, Prince of face. Thieves. Oh, with Kevin Costner. God, of course. Of course. <laughs> did you did you Google did you Google what movie would I answer if I wanted to create controversy on my podcast? Is that literally what no, you no, no, no. it's one of my favorite movies of all time? Really? It really I thought is you were literally say Robin Hood Man in Tights, which Men in Tights Men in Tights is amazing. It's no. tight. <laughs> no. Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner and okay. his Hey Blinken. Hey Blinken is here. <laughs> Non-English accent. Achoo, bless you. No, that's my name. <laughs> no, that's my name. Achoo. I'd love Give that me your so absolutely much. real answer, Mike. I don't know, man. Um, I should have thought about this. Yeah, I didn't think about this at all, to be honest. Um, I mean, you can also say Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. It's fine. Robin Hood. No, uh, I mean, it's probably like. Star it's going to be a Will Ferrell movie. No? It's either No, it's not. It's probably Star Wars. I mean, I just Star Wars has a special spot in my heart cuz I watched it when I was a kid, you know, for you know what I mean, it has kind of a special spot. Um I mean, if I if I had to choose like a comedy, it's going to be The Other Guys. <laughs> I just love that, that movie so much. It's just so good. Aim for the bushes, Pete. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's 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 up on my list too. The Other Guys it's is a great. So good. I I just cannot And Legally Blonde. <laughs> I mean, it's not ah! a bad movie. 
What? Yeah. Hey, L Woods got into to quit the podcast. Whatever Harvard with a video. That could happen. Um honestly, I don't have an answer for you. It would probably be some kind of like sci-fi movie and and I feel like I I'm not a movie guy. I'm more of like a series guy. I don't know. If, I, I'm going to change it up completely. Uh season 1 of Futurama. There we go. Whole box set. <laughs> Cheating here. Wow, what a cop out. Yo. I can't do a movie. <laughs> No, I don't, right, I don't have, like, a favorite movie that I can't, like... I'm basically out. watching The Office over and over and over again, so... Oh, yes, there I'll, you go. I could say that. A flash drive full of The Office. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And Robin. <laughs> but it's only only the British one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Robin Hood, the Prince of Thieves. <laughs> no I legitimately love that movie. <laughs> of course you do. Uh oh well that's it for questions. What? <laughs> this is uh this, yeah. Wow. We're we're coming into the wire, guys. Wow. wow. Oh, Brayden written it wrote in a question. He was said he was too lazy to uh He did? Yeah, he texted it to me. So Go. make it quick. Go. Yeah. Go. Hold on. Uh <laughs> you guys are gonna love this. If y'all could only build one type of project yeah. piece of furniture for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> Didn't we answer something like that before? Every single episode of the like, podcast, we yeah, answer I feel that like question. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, uh, mine would be uh, survey survey sticks yeah, and bow ties. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, cutting boards because you can just crank those. I remember out. you it's, being it's, like on a money. watch list during that time. You're like, you're like, you had to call that eight one one number and whatever it was. Not eight one one. Don't want to do it anymore. The one where you're like trying to off one eight hundred. I anal. I anal. We anal. Legal advice. <laughs> Uh, what project would you do, Pete? Uh, cutting boards, because it's just money. Oh. It's, you know, it was a woodworking thing. Because they're, they're easy. You can slap them together, glue them up, throw them through the planer. And honestly, some of the I cutting boards that I see myself. that people do. Uh, but if you had to build a like a farmhouse table every week for the rest of your life. It wouldn't be tables. Well, I mean, that'd be way more so, fun than cutting boards. You know, I should just ask you cutting what your thing is. Mike, what's your thing? Chairs. I just really oh, love making I, chairs. They're so fun. Maloof rockers. Maloof rockers. I love making chairs. Chairs are so fun. I can just make... They're just so enjoyable. It's like my thing right now. I'm just all in on chairs. I just love them. They're so fun. There's so many like different parts and things. I just love them. They're so great. Coasters. Well, this is... Coasters? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But highly, highly jointed coasters with like breadboard ends. Breadboard and <laughs> chaos coasters. Chaos coasters. <laughs> but like, Daniel Dunlap's chaos coasters. And then you cut the edges around, and it, like you cut into a domino. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be so chaotic. Exposed dominoes. That's a look. That's so a, much that's chaos. a vibe, as the kids say. Just Are just you... glue dominoes together, side to side, and then cut. Make that into an angry board, and then fill it with epoxy. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay, hear me out here, guys. We're brainstorming. No, I don't want to. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stand. The dominoes up, put That's it in saying. a mold, and fill it yeah. with epoxy. Fill it with epoxy. Cutting board. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah. there's probably five accounts I can think of that would probably do that right now. Yeah. I, there's some probably doing it right now. In a make bikini. it six. Yeah, make it six. <laughs> Daniel Dunlap's domino cutting board. <laughs> 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 oh, and, and this then was for a handles, fun episode. For handles, I want you what? to use lamellos. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like the climax for no reason. You know what? I um, I used the lamello today, or like the the attachment thing. They're, they're while you were being cool. Keith's Cabana boy. They're cool. I was hating on it. I I think that's super neat now. 
Well, that's weird that you'd hate on something you'd never used. Huh? No. I, I just kind of anyway, was like, that's um, weird. I don't feel like I would ever use it. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. This is cool. Yeah, mm. it's great. Yeah. That's why they make oh, those you tools. You have one, right? Because they're great. Yeah, I yeah. have one. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. It's, it's a great tool burrito. for building. Definitely. It is neato. <laughs> you know. That's the best way. To... You should tell Keith to start selling it that way. Yeah. Tell everyone. Tell him it's neato burrito. Keith, That'll move you some units. Just, just neato burrito that. <laughs> oh, wait, Mike, before we finish the episode, someone also texted me a question. Because oh, that's how we take questions now. What's your favorite wood? This Nick Brim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right here, right now. This is not how we take questions. Do not text me a question. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen way. anymore. Thanks for oh, listening sorry. to the podcast, everyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Goodbye, no, goodbye, uh, goodbye, goodbye to gonna, episode that, 25. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is actually going to be the end of the episode because <laughs> now we're getting text in questions. This is that's preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, if you want to have some neato burrito sounds in your ears, listen to us next week. Uh, that'd be really great. I don't know. We're trying to work it in. Uh, no, if you want to buy need... extra burritos, oh, I do want to say one thing. I need to plug something. I'm releasing a new YouTube video on on Sunday, the same day this podcast goes live. So if you're listening this far into the podcast. I screwed up. I should have mentioned it earlier on. I'm trying to plug my podcast or my 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 YouTube video. Okay, <laughs> I meant to plug it and I screwed up. I got a YouTube video. I built a laptop stand using all table saw joinery. It was actually really cool. Like it was a really fun build. Originally, I was going to do it with dominoes and stuff, but we did just all table saw joinery. We I did all table saw joinery. It's all half laps. And I got an idea. Here, my splines. What? Take dominoes, stand them up, pour epoxy over them, then make cut them into a laptop stand. Cut them into a laptop stand <laughs> on the CNC. <laughs> piss off oh, everyone on the internet. <laughs> For my seats on my new chairs, I'm gonna do a big, a, like a domino blank, and then cut the seats out, the <laughs> seat oh profile God. out of it. I'm <laughs> so bad. I'm piss so oh. many people. And then, but domino everything together. No, use the lamello for everything. No together. pocket yeah. screws. Yeah, pocket screws. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I actually would love to do an April Fool's video like that where it's just like preposterous. That would actually be super fun. I actually. All right. You're going to hear first. Delete folks. all this part out. So no, everyone thinks I came up with it yeah. on my own. Okay, cool. Thanks. No. Big <laughs> thanks to everyone who supports the show. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Uh, big thanks to everyone who supports the show. You guys are amazing. Uh, thank you for continuing to do that. Uh, we will be back next week. And uh, yeah, check us all out on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Um, Twitter maybe not Dan and Pete. They're making billion billions of dollars over there. I'm moving to Mastodon. I'm done with Elon Musk, so I'm I'm going over to Mastodon. So, um, what is that's Mastodon? the new social media platform? It, oh, this is your competitor. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, I don't know if it I'm going to continue not being gonna, on Twitter gonna, or Mastodon. Listen, all all you need to know is that you need to be real. Stop. Okay, we're just checking if my 85 million was still there. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I'm going to hit this one. Hey. Um, <laughs> oh, it started playing the whole thing. No, I shouldn't do that. Oh, that was the, the hay. One. Yeah. I'm like a horse. I just want there the hay. There it is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we'll, this episode will be out on Sunday, but you already listened to it. So I don't know why I said that. Uh, that was really stupid. I'm just trying to fill time now. No, uh, check us out next week. We'll be here. We may or may not have a guest. Who knows? We'll talk about something. It'll be silly. It'll be goofy. Who knows what's going we'll on? We'll have a know. $50, $50 off of uh, WorkbenchCon. To get promo next week, so check yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah if next week, yeah. if you listen, you'll give it a. Fi- it's the same one as this week, but it will be next it, week as well. So check well. it out. It'll be next week <laughs> at that point. Yep, right. it's going to be yep. great. Dan, also, remember, uh, I'm going to I'm going to say this at the end of every episode now. Uh, 
Remember, we are anal. We aren't anal. Thank All right, guys. Watching. Thanks for listening to the episode. Spay and neuter your pets. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yep. <laughs> All right. Bye now. Anal. See you next week. <laughs>